You're listening to the Exchange Place Podcast. Welcome to the Exchange Place, the home for healing. A safe, authentic, heartfelt place where conversations are paired with laughter and sometimes tears, leaving you with newfound knowledge to help you navigate, transform, and discover parts of yourself you haven't met yet. Healing, evolution, and restoration for your hearts, souls, and spirit giving you mirrors of where you may be and windows of where it's possible to go. This is a personal invitation to take inventory of hidden and buried space. Don't just go through it, grow from it, and most importantly, protect it. Take care of it and it will take care of you. The pieces are coming together to create a masterpiece. Now, without further ado, here is your host, Deborah Faith. Welcome back to the Exchange Place Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey. I'm your host, Deborah Faith, and we got my friends in the building. Hey, yeah. We got Shay in the building. Shay, Shay. What's Tap up? into your dopeness. Yes. Love it. We got Amber Juice Girl Juice Dixon. Queen. What's Hello. up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? Good. Oh my God, I've never done a show with Shay. Uh, right. Oh. Not never. all three of us. We've done Not oh. all three of us. Never. Right. Yes. Oh, this is. And do this... you know how like close we are like in real life? Like, I know. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Never. Okay, well, today is the first <laughs> of many, of many, of many, of many. So we are wrapping up the friendship. Mm-hmm series wow that you know i gotta credit you because that friendship series was deep mm-hmm. y'all yeah. had me crying it was I, that was shit it just kept unlocking know, like layers and crying, more layers sensitive. yeah it just kept like each episode was so great i thank you for addressing the things that i really want to answer in your series <laughs> um yeah you have any you have any so i thought let me just tell you what i was thinking i was thinking this last one because Actually, Shay's was initially supposed to be the last one. But as okay. we started talking in there, I was just like, let's just do one more. Okay. And I thought it'd be cool to kind of bring up anything that from the series that we feel like we didn't address, mm-hmm. that people had questions about. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a few questions that I got in, you know, DM form that I do want to talk about. Oh, but great. I would love to talk about, there was something on, I want to say it was the second episode. Okay. And it was, since we did New Friends, just okay. New Friends just dropped. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I, first of all, I'm wearing my friends. Y'all see it? Holla. I love it. Yes, it Holla. Love it. You could have got us one. We could have been a group. I'm a girl sad group. though, right? I got, this, <laughs> I, got this, I got this from Tarjay probably like three years ago. Oh, that's found dope. it. It okay. was like, oh, this is so cute. Mm-hmm. But um, I wanted to address, and I don't think Shay and I touched it mm-hmm. in, in the New Friends spectrum, but you had asked the question, why there was a difference between how some people may treat old friends versus new. Now, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong. You might add a little bit to it. Yeah. 
Go ahead. <laughs> I see your face. What what yeah. you got? What you got? I think I I mean I don't have the answers, but you know, I think it's just like with anything, right? Anything that begins new. Guys, I'm dating right now and Ooh, it's kinda like really exciting. For me. <laughs> so no, you were boo loving. No, so you were boo loving. Okay. No, it's breakfast club. Just, but that's a no. Just a little, you know. No, but um I think new things are exciting. Think about it. Like when you start your new job, like your enthusiasm, right? They tell you all the rules in the beginning. You're like eager to start your job. You follow in the dress code. And you ever like watch how your discipline for your job like just shaves off. Like you went from making sure you're extremely like tidy to the T to I ain't wearing no blouse today. I'm not doing that today. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing that today. Because there's like a settling. The, the, the older something is, the more settled we become in it. I think the the level of excitement that we have from meeting new people, um, it, it's intense sometimes, you know what I'm saying? And um, I think that just is human nature that, again, we start things from the beginning. I stated the dating thing because I love this part of it, right? Like when you're first locked in and you're, Oh my God, no, you ain't got, no, you ain't got, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have not been there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, after a while, because you're getting so used to the person, I'm not saying that it dies down and you don't still yeah, okay, have bye. that level of excitement. Yeah, but just think about that, like a dating phase, job phases. In time, those things like kind of shave off. Now, in friendships, although it possesses these same dynamics, I think that we tend to, in, in relationships, just get comfortable with people. Like, our eagerness, and I think it comes from this, right? Think about, and I, I'm sorry to keep relating it back to dating, but you know how vulnerable you are in the beginning? You're more open to share, you're more willing to share, you're more like, oh my God, like telling everything because there's really not anything to be ashamed of just yet, right? Mm -hmm. So, how I see it is like, now that you're the more deeper you go in right mm -hmm. you're now you're protecting feelings maybe i shouldn't <laughs> say that because they may take it away or certain things like that so that's why like even when we address friendship maintenance it's important to make sure that you're going back even into those friendships to make sure like hey like where's that level of excitement that you have for me or and why like because that's you ever see like people get jealous of new friends entering mm -hmm. the building because they mm -hmm. like dang you wasn't even doing all of that for me yep i so i i, I think I, I actually have two different feelings on that because I, you're because you're a different type of person deb no, is I, hold on y'all i'm gonna tell y'all about uh the war of faith okay she is like she allows you to build on the love like she is who she is she's gonna pour into you she's and shay addressed that on your last episode i watched that was a dope episode um you're just gonna be who you are but you kind of make people earn it like they climb the ladder with you i'm a little different right whereas i probably well not as much as i used to i'll go full throttle in the beginning you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. and kind of let you chip away who I am to you, meaning that I'm gonna get, I'm coming in full force and listen, I'm, I could just be me, but if you chip it away, it's on you. So you work the other way. So yes. I, I think that, that that's something key to talk about. And <laughs> I touched on this on the last episode and I think I was doing this unknowingly. So, mm -hmm. I, and I told you about this book. Mm -hmm. um, anybody who is, I think, dating, single and or married should read this book. I think it's an overall, 
relational intelligence book yes. and I think it extends even though it's kind of based on marriage I think it extends that to my in my opinion right mm -hmm. but the book talks about like a love bank mm -hmm. and it talked about how people start to gain trust start to fall in love with or love people and mm -hmm. it's really it's like banking mm -hmm. it's small deposits mm -hmm. that make people trust you mm -hmm. i would never and i'll use this analogy i would never give anybody my entire you know i wouldn't hand over my bank card no. and say or my checkbook and say here go have go have at it mm -hmm. so i think of it like that like if i meet somebody who you know, appears to be someone that I would love to connect to, I feel like I have a connection to. I know that, I note that, but for me, it's like, I can't give you full access to me like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, that doesn't mean I don't love, I don't, I feel yeah. like I don't treat people different or no. whatever. Mm -mm. I think what you said is, is, you know, again, everybody's gonna, you know, have, have different pathways that they get there. That though is probably more, scary for me because mm -hmm. if I give you full access and then say oh as you do things then I take little away but mm -hmm. you have access to damage me in a way that yeah do you know what I'm saying you have a, a full access to go in my account and do whatever yeah and just while I, I don't so I wouldn't mm -hmm. say it's full access I'd love to use Shay as a great example mm -hmm. <laughs> um how our friendship started Shay you want to tell the story Shay? Sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Look, I don't know the story. So we were at the gym. Yes. <laughs> and um, Amber and Shanette were in the gym, and they were dancing. We were twerking. And I was like, I... <laughs> they were twerking, and I love to twerk. <laughs> behind twerk behind the scenes. <laughs> so I was like, if I wasn't, I, I don't know. I said something. I said, but I, I'm, I'm about to hop in there with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And that's just how it started. It really that's did exactly start like started. that. Mm -hmm. Exactly how it started. But to your point of what you were saying in the beginning about people getting used to one another, mm -hmm. is it's the common phrase: familiarity breeds content. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like that's what ends up happening. Is like we get so comfortable with people, mm -hmm. we don't, we forget to be grateful for them. Yeah. Right. You definitely. forget to have the gratitude of. This person pours into me so much, mm -hmm. right? This person is there when I need them. Mm -hmm. I've had emergencies and this person has. I never forget what somebody has done for me. I don't yeah. care if it was five years ago or five minutes ago. Right. Because we should be grateful for those things. Yes. God places people strategically in our lives so that we can have those things. Right. So I feel like I think it's a lot of familiarity breeds content. And even with our children. Right, sometimes I remember going on a vacation with my daughter and she was acting funny with me. We was with my daughter. <laughs> and I'm like, I paid for this trip, little <laughs> girl. Nobody else. Right. right. <laughs> but it's a lot of familiarity and it breeds a lot of content. Like mm -hmm. people are very like, oh, it's Shay or it's Amber. Yeah. It's just that. But I feel I like when I met Shay, like um, one thing I appreciated about Shay, and I think because we share this, um, and that's why I'm talking about like it's not maybe it's not considered full access, but like Shay didn't know me well. I didn't know her well. We actually started to get to know like each other's world. We're both in the health and fitness world. Mm -hmm. uh, we both began to get e understand each other's world. And Shay was very generous. I remember that with her um, clientele, like she was extremely generous to me, um, kind of like in a way that I do all the time, but I hadn't been. I mean, I, I did have that experience, it. but yeah. I hadn't received it to that level. And I appreciated that, you know, it wasn't like an earn it kind of thing with her. It was kind of like we saw each other 
Um, and it was no different with her. She knows, like, I'm going to, I opened up the floodgates to her because I just saw, like, how open she was and how willing she was. And she appreciated my gifts. I appreciated everything that she was doing. So it was never, I don't think ever between us, Shay, it had ever been like a earn it thing with no. us. Like yeah. it had just always been like a, I, don't I can see it though. But I do know, I will say this on a more, so that we, we've shared the funny moment in the gym. Then we started seeing how we function business wise. Mm -hmm. And then I took an interest to also train with her too. So we started to get to know each other on a personal level. So I do think that it were there were building blocks yeah, to our friendship. Um, but I feel like it it met at willingness. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's a earn it though. I mm -hmm. think it's just deposits. It's like yeah. interaction too. That absolutely vetting, mm -hmm. but just like so me and Shay kind of talked about that. Like I met Shay and it was like, I honestly never thought I was going to see Shay again. It was like one of those great encounters that I normally have. Like, I, of course, always talking to, not strangers, but you know. <laughs> strangers. I'm, I'm always, <laughs> I'm, I always, I meet people at the weirdest place. I have, you know, deep conversations. It's just, that's just like my life. Mm -hmm. um, so it was one of those. And I just, I didn't think I was going to see her again. Like, mm -hmm. it was just like, oh. I really liked her. Yeah. I and liked and you were actually talking that. to me about the starting of the podcast yeah. at the time. Yeah, I, I, had, I think... I don't think I had started the no, podcast. You hadn't. Mm -mm. I had. And look at me on my third episode. Elevation in the room. I'm like, I don't think I had. So I had what what most don't know is the podcast legally with the LLC and all that had started in 2018. So I had it, but I wasn't do. I had put it down. Mm -hmm. So in that time, during that time where I was helping Amber with the pop ups and kind of like doing the pop-ups in a different way and mm -hmm. kind of doing the um the transition, the transition of, of, too, of yeah. her podcast from pop-up to podcast and also like doing kind of the behind the scenes where i was way more comfortable y'all look god is working yes he is. yes <laughs> but he is. i was kind of in that space and i was like i'm doing everything for everybody and like what am i doing for for myself so i hadn't started the podcast but I was about to start the podcast I remember crazy. talking about it with yeah, you and, and I remember because you was like it was a great exchange and I was like that's dope like you're <laughs> I <was> like, exactly <laughs> I was like you get it and I never thought I was gonna see you again but I feel like you coming to the hiking group gave us an opportunity that I definitely you know what I mean I know you know sometimes I just have like I don't want to say like those connections that you just know it's like okay all right yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so uh, you have to tell them like so the hiking group was the group i started in the pandemic mm -hmm. yeah, and the idea was to bring random women together and we all just shared the simple interest of wanting to learn how to hike and yeah. go hiking and that birthed so many amazing connections it did um the hiking group was a blessing for me. So yeah. I was a hiker, but I was a hiker outside of New Jersey, mm -hmm. which was like, oh, when I go on vacation, I hike. So mm -hmm. it was so awesome that you started that because for me, I was like, we can actually hike in Jersey. Like, yeah. And I think that's a great example, even for the audience, of mm -hmm. like strangers coming together. Mm -hmm. We all knew you for mm -hmm. the most part. And I knew a couple of people yeah. throughout, but no... Nobody had real solid relationships. Mm -hmm. Brenda was somebody who else came who came mm -hmm. that you guys know from the mm -hmm. the show from the the hiking group. 
but it, it was it actually was a I'm glad you brought that up because I mm-hmm. feel like it would it was a a bridge uh, I was about to say it was a bridge to something else that mm-hmm. separate relationships were yes. built and bonded mm-hmm. and then there was collective groups that kind of broke mm-hmm. off like no you know we had common interests or we mm-hmm. do kind of the same thing mm-hmm. so I do think and I was so intentional about that I didn't invite too many people that were my closest friends because I didn't want it to True. be like, Clicky. like y'all know who I roll with. If you follow me on uh, Instagram, I'm with the same people. Um, but I didn't, Dev, with the, with the exception of you, you're probably like one of my only closest friends. And I had a closest friend who was a part of the group, but like there, you were probably like the only exception to that. Like, so I never wanted to be on the hype. The idea was to combine people together. I never wanted it to be like, well, Deb's here. so. Let me just walk with Deb the whole time because that doesn't give us the chance to like fellowship and you know know other people. You gotta whatever. know your friends. That's what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> you gotta <laughs> know your friends. Yeah. And I think that is a testament overall. Like I can come in that space because I'm not mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? We can be in the same space, place, or whatever. You gonna do your thing? I'm do my thing. We gonna. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially when it's a group of people and mm-hmm. me having respect for like this is something you're creating. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm not. I don't need to be like. Amber, come walk with me. Codependent. Codependent. And my friends already know you can't even play with me like that. I'm like, oh no, oh no. (laughs) It's, yeah. I'm that friend too. Like, I'm just like, oh, that's your bestie. Okay, that's my bestie too. Hey, bestie. See you later. (laughs) And I think I set those foundations. I kind of have, like, right, like a talk with all my friends, kind of like, listen. I think I've had this talk with every single friend that I've had. Like, I am not like- Did you had a talk with me? I definitely told you. What was it? When I tell people straight up, like, I don't do the best friend thing. Oh, child. If everybody oh. is my, I, right? We, we had, that, had talk. that talk. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't do the best friend thing. Where we, like, we I'm possessing. We definitely did. No, we talk about we it. We talk about, about it. About, not like me saying it no, directly like, to you, yeah, but it I kind of like, yeah. it's a casual conversation I have just so, I'm kind of like letting people know the expectations with me. Cause here's the thing, um, and, and not in a bad way, it's not like these are my rules, but it's kind of like, so people understand because I know sometimes what happens, especially in friendships, right? When we're like, I know I, I could be close to someone and this time that I may not be with next time. So I try to make it like, yo, I'm just, I don't have a bestie. I am just people that I allow in my life I see something in them that gives them an unlocked level of access that other people cannot have. And I don't want it to be like, oh, well, Amber hangs with this person more and this person more. Also, too, like, a, a, I would say, like, a big thing mm-hmm. for me is I tell my friends, don't talk about my friends to me. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a personal, I don't. My, I always said that. Remember we had the cabin trip, mm-hmm. and I always say that for my rule and friendships are pretty much. You don't have to take that person home. You don't have to be besties with my besties. Just respect. That's it. Because I, I come, I I enter spaces like that. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I guess about the bestie thing because mm-hmm. do you not have a whole bunch of best? Like, is it a rule that you have one best friend? Because I don't. So it depends on what people's needs are. I mean, I know people who have best friends. They are like, this is my best friend from the sandbox. Nobody else could be my best friend. I I just don't believe in that because I have evolved into so... Listen, I'm on my 18th life, okay? (laughs) So 
Like I have evolved into Bro. I don't know how many people. So I can't just say like this is my best friend. I remember actually losing two best friends in one year. Do and you that think that was comes like from trauma though? Uh, no, it doesn't come from trauma. It comes from life. But I don't think it's a trauma thing because I still love my people. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm I just still, saying the the because I don't. I don't know that I call anybody best friends, but mm-hmm. I feel like I have a bunch of besties. Like, I don't... No, I'm talking I, about, like, that locked in, like, this is yeah, my, that, that's it. Like, I, I don't do oh, that. All no. my friends are my best besties. friends. They're my best people. They're yeah. the best people that I give access to me to an unlock level. Like, I, there are things I'm going to do for you that I will not do for the average person and vice versa. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've so. had... Um, I, I understand where you're coming from. Um, mm-hmm. I don't do best friends either. Like, I, mm-hmm. I feel the same, like... All my friends that I choose to have in my life are mm-hmm. people that I really can trust mm-hmm. with saying, hey, I need you to do this. And, mm-hmm. you know, like that's that's how I feel about the people that I allow to yeah. be in that mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Now, I love everybody. Yes. Right? Yeah. I, I, I show genuine love to everybody. I mm-hmm. want to see everybody win. Mm-hmm. I want to. I, I do want to see that. But there's certain people that you can't come inside my house. Mm-hmm. You can walk me to the door, but you ain't mm-hmm. coming through it. You know? I can't get to and, the door, And that's girl. because... <laughs> mm-hmm. Not here. That's, you know, that's because, you know, you do have to be careful. Yeah. I, I wonder, though, I guess I'm taking it back to childhood where best friends meant, like, Possession, yes, yes, and I that's why I asked, Is it a trauma? And I did that, go through stuff, but that, like that, that's though. why I yeah. asked. I think that's why I was asking, or mm-hmm. what I was hinting at when I asked, Do you think that's like a trauma response to like because I've, I've experienced that? I remember being a little girl, this is so funny, and one of my at the time, my best friend, well, it was like three of us, but the other young lady later on down the line, I found out she said she was jealous of me, so she was like lying to the. But it was a possession thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I know that people have that possession. I don't want people to possess me. Of like, mm-hmm. you're my best yeah. friend. Oh, I've gone through Or whatever that. type oh, things. And that, that's why I was asking, I wonder if that is. When I think best friends, I just think the best people yeah. that I literally yeah. have in my yeah. life. So I feel like I have besties and everybody has their different lane mm-hmm. i know who to call for certain things mm-hmm. i know at this point i'm just like they about to cut somebody out i can't really call them right now or you know they're gonna be like uh let me get my vaseline and take my <laughs> earrings all type yeah so i i know who's for who yeah. uh, who's for what excuse mm-hmm. me and i don't know but i feel like all of those people are my best friends. Like, I don't know if it's like I don't. I wouldn't compare my experience to trauma. Mm-hmm. I compare. I I would just say it was just lessons that I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, I just try to be as open and honest as I can because what I noticed in myself is that. I was choosing people who had like a level of possession. I don't know what that is. It's because like naturally I'm not even like that. I don't possess yeah. my friends. I don't possess anybody. You, the door is here. Like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but we can't possess I, people. I, but I think what it is is that when you have when you have like when you are motivational to people, you speak life into people. You're high energy. You're a socialite. All of those things. People love that about mm-hmm. you. Um, and they love the benefits that it comes with, but sometimes they forget that I have to still allocate this to other Everyone people knows. as well. Yeah. Um, and I, what I had tried to do because I had saw like, I went through something like really rough. Like I had actually, um, I want to say uh, about five or six years ago, um, my best friend, um, we had a best friend breakup and it was due to a new friendship. 
um, the new friendship came in kind of intense. Um, and I know that it really made my best friend very jealous. Um, but unfortunately, she did not know how to communicate it without an attack towards me. Because in my mind, I'm like, but I'm your best friend. Like, I would do anything for you. I may be giving this level of attention to someone in this moment, but I'm not neglecting you. Like, I'm not leaving you. I'm not, you know, I'm not just playing you out or whatever. But I was in a different space. I was in an entrepreneur world. I had never done that before. So I'm making new connections with people. I'm kind of new building friends. in a certain area. Mm -hmm. My conversations are different. My needs are changing. But it didn't make her invaluable to me. And I felt I was doing a good job which, you know, making sure she was still looped in. But I did want to keep those friendships kind of separate, like not kind of like merge everybody together like all the time because mm -hmm. like I'm still getting to know this person. So I'm not about to say like, hey, this is my bestie, by the way. You're going to know who it is. But, you know, like I just didn't feel like that merge yet because I was still figuring it out with a newer friend. Mm -hmm. And um, unfortunately, I lost that friendship due to that. Um, and it was irreparable. Um, I even tried to reconnect with that person. It just didn't work out. Yeah, um, yeah it's just, it's so, and and we could go back to the initial question that you asked in the beginning. It's like, maybe she thought I had an enthusiasm there um, that she wasn't getting. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but I, but I think I just do well. I, I, if I'm being honest, I think I do very well at showing my friends I love them. Um, telling them that I love them, telling them I tell my friends I love them all the time. I tell, tell you I love you. I tell you I love you. <laughs> I'm every just day. joking. I tell that by, <laughs> if I see Shay, she knows before yeah. we leave. I tell everybody who I love, I love them every single time. I embrace them. I make sure I say something positive, like something that is connective, so they know that I'm here and I see them. You know. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I try. I thought I was doing a great job at still doing that because also too, you can't take full responsibility for that. That's right. what I'm learning because it's also her job to understand me. Like you get what yeah. I'm saying, or have um, a conversation with you, or have a or have a conversation, yeah. or whatever. But I, I. On the flip side, I've experienced friends who I felt like kind of played me out or hurt my feelings for a new friend. Um, I think I didn't take certain things personally because I still do have a life outside of every friendship. So I'm like, I won't be hyper-focused on that, right. that situation. Um, but I've I definitely probably have experienced people where I felt like, dang, like you you're going like above and beyond for probably someone who is a newer person to you. And here I am who's like always there, always present, always this. But I kind of feel like you don't have that level of enthusiasm. That happened to me in a personal friendship. But yeah. it was a conversation. And I think that it kind of was an awakening for them to kind of see um like, hey, yo, like this person, you are like a consistent person yeah. in my life. And it kind of like revived the friendship a bit because um, it was a challenge. We have it. I don't want to talk about it too personally, but like it was a challenge that was met. And I think it was an awakening to be like, nah, you're really my dog. Like you're really my friend. And apologizing with like action. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I get that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think maybe I just, I don't want to say I've always done a good job, but I think I would definitely say now, like, mm -hmm. I really, I pray that I'm honoring my, the friendships in my life. Like, mm -hmm. I 
I don't know. I felt blessed to have the people close to me. Yeah, you I'm, sent me a voice note the other day. I'm really, I did. I didn't know. Like, <laughs> I was like, I was leave me like, alone, girl. No, because <laughs> I have those, and I, I always, I always wanted to say present like that in mm-hmm. relationships, right? Yeah. Um, of like, I sent him, I sent her like, thank you, and she was like, what did I do? Because I always have full circle moments, yeah, right, in man. life. Of that's like, that gratitude. And I, I, I try to, I, I literally try to live in gratitude. So it's always like, and what I, what I said to Amber was just like, thank you, because you sometimes you don't realize how much wisdom and knowledge you're around until you put in a different season of life, mm-hmm. and now you're using stuff, and then you think about where you got those types of things and how you know how to maneuver in that. And I was just like, thank you. Cause I've been, I've, I've been, I've been in it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And like that, that alone is a blessing. And I think some people forget, mm-hmm. um, not just in friendships, like you said about your children. I, I think it happens, but I, I think the best relationships, whether they're friendships, romantic, any shit that you on are always going to be ones that reciprocity is present mm-hmm. and people are constantly like, just like, I don't know. I get I get up every day and tell God, thank you. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like I have I have a lot of reflection time, mm-hmm. a lot of journaling time to be like, dang, like mm-hmm. I remember a time I didn't have the circle that I had. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. that alone for me is just like I am literally grateful. Mm-hmm. Same. I I feel like since I would say about 2020, God has been presenting a circle of wisdom. Yeah. Women of wisdom mm-hmm. and just valuing yourself, business, um, knowing how to be a friend, knowing not how to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with friends. Um, and I'm so grateful for that because I'm a loner. Like mm-hmm. I could literally, I told, I could literally like <laughs> not speak to anybody and I'm okay. It's not, I'm mm-hmm. not depressed. There's nothing going on. It's just that I'm just so at it all day that I'm cool with just like, the solitude. but yeah. right. But I also understand that there's gifts that people. God instilled in me. There's mm-hmm. gifts that God instilled in you and you, and people need those gifts. Yes. Yeah. People need that light. Mm-hmm. People need you to shine on them and mm-hmm. you need people to shine on you. Mm-hmm. So it's just been a blessing to have that coming into my life. Like, Honestly, people hated the pandemic, but I feel like it I really love the pandemic. I hated the death surrounding the I pandemic. Did. Obviously, I the sickness, yeah. but I just felt like it. It. it I don't want to. I don't like to claim certain things. Like it gave me a level of social anxiety, probably. So now everything to me has to be intimate. Like mm-hmm. everything has to be meaningful. Everything has to be intentional. Honestly, I birthed so much intention. In the year 2020, because I was forced to sit down and read, forced to see myself, forced to get my stuff together because nothing else could distract me from doing it. And it built me and it positioned me and postured me in such a way like that I, I know that if it didn't happen, I don't know where I would be. Yeah, I, We needed it. I, I was yeah. about to say, I Bring think, it back, I but not the, the COVID. Keep no, the COVID. I was about to say, the COVID, <laughs> the COVID part and people losing their lives, my yeah, heart goes no, out too. Definitely, for sure. But I think it put me in such a slowdown. Mm-hmm. And it allowed me to like not just be in this this constant go, go, do this, do that, do that, and mm-hmm. go lay down for a second, get back up and do the same thing. Like it forced me in a space that I feel like I live in now, even though we're not in the pandemic, mm-hmm. but just like yep. this, like sometimes I feel like I'm like walking, and I don't wanna say walking on water, but like 
in this this peaceful bubble carefree mm-hmm. very i can hear the birds i could like i feel like before i wasn't hearing the same way i wasn't seeing the right. same way like yeah. i just it was a refreshing time for me it, it allowed me it was almost like a, a shake up to really really like get me focused yeah i appreciate the i that was one of my prayers as we were transitioning back out of the pandemic yeah. was to not get caught up in the what i was caught up in mm-hmm. before Fire. you know like busting my butt working all the time mm-hmm. i value spending time with my daughter yes yeah. you know like that mm-hmm. was something that it was like you stay with grandpa, I gotta go to work. Yes. And, and I'm very much so I'm a single mom, so mm-hmm. I'm very used to providing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like I gotta work, I gotta work, and I'm working, 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 working. Classes, mm-hmm. hair, everything I, I have to do to make money, save money, invest money, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I was just like when the pandemic happened, I was just praying, like, let me live in this moment. Obviously, we have to work, we have to do things, but to not get greedy and try to get yeah. it all. Yeah. Because you know? God and when you understand that God is gonna provide regardless, regardless. It, like yes. you'll, you'll never be working enough like I, I definitely agree with that especially as a mom um oh my god I feel like so blessed that I've dedicated these past three years like to reprogramming myself in mommy mode spending more time with my children because like when I started my business my baby was two he was th- two almost three years old yeah. and now he's almost nine and I'm like, whoa, like I really let a lot of time kind of like pass. But they were with me in right, that journey. Right. Yeah. But it was busy. Um, but with it was you. busy with right. me and not like focused on them. Like I'm super enjoying that life is more calm. I, I run my business. My business does not run me anymore. I'm able to have the flexibility to travel. My daughter's graduating from high school know, and going to college. Kayla. Shout out to Michaela. Um, but I'm Queen. able to be a part of that process without feeling like, well, maybe your granddad can take you. Maybe your dad could take you to this um not that mom guilt I like my daughter feels present she knows she could come home and talk to me about her day like and that those things matter they do yeah and I, I and I think even at some point we could like going back to any relationship you could take even your children for granted like you know what yeah. I'm saying just saying yeah. like oh they're gonna be here they'll children. be fine they'll be yeah. fine they're children they're children but the whole time like they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger like even the simple things as far as like my daughter helping me with my business. Like now I have to strategically do this, like because mm-hmm. she's away she's at college, yeah. she's away at college. So now it's not like, hey, wake up, help me. Yes. Like, you get what I'm saying? I have to actually respect her time and we have to create some type of system that, you know, that works or whatever. So we could, anything that, back to the point, it's easy to take anybody for granted. It's, it's very important to make sure that we're intentional and making sure Hey, I really appreciate that. Like, I really, you know, you want to make sure you're telling them that, saying, I appreciate that. This matters, all of that stuff. So, so I think I would love to give the audience some tips and tricks. I know you kind of gave some um, of like not taking relationships. And I'm going to use that employee. I know we're in the friendship or we're ending the friendship series, but mm-hmm. how do we not take people for granted? And how, like, what would you say would be some good things for people to practice in relationships? Um, and I, I'm going to start. Okay. I, um, and I, I'll, I'll say to the parents, and this is something I do with the boys often, mm-hmm. um, and I'm planning, well, it's going to be a little bit difficult, but I'm, I'm planning some other things because I'm relocating and DJ will be here, but I feel like I have I have check-ins with them. Mm-hmm. Um 
And it's kind of just like, because sometimes in passing, okay, Jaden's going to practice, DJ's going to work. It's like, hey, mom, come kiss me. Hey, and everybody kind of goes back to their world. I'm working or I'm on a computer or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I do tend to have times where I'm like, nope, put your phone out. Okay, we're going to get something to eat. Let's talk. Like, what's going on? How's everybody? How's your heart? How, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I personally, I just think it's a great space. I had a conversation with them yesterday um, about just, you know, and I, I feel like I'm often pouring out um, stuff and making them aware of stuff in my life that, hey, I didn't tell you this, but this is what kind of been going on and just to make them aware. And also, I want them to learn through my experiences so they don't have to experience the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. So that's been super helpful for me, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to my boys. Now I have older children, so checking in with the two-year-old or four-year-old might not be the you know the option, but a 21-year-old mm -hmm. and a 16-year-old, we can sit down and chop it up and kind of talk about what's happening with their friends or mm -hmm. what's going on in their lives mm -hmm. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And I just, I feel closer to them. I, it's not like a, you know, I'm cool. They know I'm cool, but mm -hmm. I, I'm still, I'm still so your mama. Look, mm -hmm. I, I'm still, I'm, <laughs> still looking up, up. Like, I'm looking up to them. I'm still your mama. Right. Um, but I think it just opened up a safe place because mm -hmm. I feel like they tell me so much more. I feel like I don't have to push and prong about kind of what's going on and are they going to tell me everything no because no, i'm not going to tell them everything about right, my life right, either right. but i do feel You're that opening up that trust with them. yeah that there's a huge trust there so mm -hmm. what what would you what advice would you give um wisdom? i think being supportive um is a big one in my opinion mm -hmm. um only because like i do like to honor wherever people are um you know whether that is maybe you're working on something that can't make you as present in friendship, but I just want you to know that I support what it is that right. you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, good. Yeah, like I support it is what you're doing. Like, again, I, in my own personal experience, I've had people that I was close to and I felt like, dang, we were really close and now they're like really hyper-focused on something else. But, and it didn't, like, obviously you have human emotions where it's like, yo, my friend, like, you know, but, um, from a genuine standpoint, um, and just even thinking of myself, I just want to be supportive to where you are. Um, I want to make sure that um, my one of my closest friends is relocating to Georgia. Like, you get what I'm saying? But I'm not going to cry. <laughs> but I'm still here for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All the way from Georgia, all the way from New Jersey. Like, it, I'm going to be supporting you no matter what. Don't cry. Go Shag. Talk. <laughs> so I'm gonna be. I'm gonna piggyback off of what you said with parenting, mm -hmm. and I also have another one. But something I started doing with my daughter. Her bedtime is nine o'clock. She's always complaining. Oh, I gotta go to bed at nine. Can I just go to bed at nine thirty? So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take that half hour and I'm gonna give it to her. But I'm gonna give it to her and as I'm a gonna, bonus. Not even a bonus. It's it's a me and you time. Oh, okay. So from okay. nine to nine thirty, my phone is off. She ha her phone goes off at eight thirty. But, you know, <laughs> so we either color, I teach her how to play cards, um, we talk, different things so that mm -hmm. we can create, she's 11, she's going to be 12 this year, mm. and I know that teenagers, they turn, they say the aliens come and snatch them up and bring them back when they're 12. Right. <laughs> right. I don't want the aliens taking my baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I do my best, you know, some nights it's like I'm super tired, she's super tired and we don't get to do it, but most of the nights that since we've started doing it, 
we get a time, a chance to bond. And it's opened up a level of conversation with her where she'll tell me who her crush is. I've found out how wise she really is. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes we, we don't give them enough the credit. Kids and yeah. we don't think that they're as wise as they really are, mm-hmm. which also tells me. Which also is like a kind of like a, a, a nudge, like you're doing a good job. Yes, you're right? doing a good job. Um, <laughs> another thing is, don't say we need to get together and then don't plan it. Yes, be intentional. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of times when we love, when you love your friends, and you say, hey, we gotta get together. All right, look at your calendar, and I'm gonna look at mine. Get yes. back to me within two days. Yeah, you know, like, and and I know it sounds crazy, but in the entrepreneurial world, and in a busy world, and in the motherhood world. Um, you have to look at your calendar. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's yeah. just chilling on the sofa anymore. We, hope we don't have time for I yeah. hope nobody's just chilling <laughs> yeah. on the sofa no more. So, like, really set the date. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't, and, and I had a conversation with my cousin's wife where we were really close at one point where we were both working nine to fives. Mm-hmm. She's now an entrepreneur as a photographer, mm-hmm. and I do my thing in fitness. Right. And, you know, she hit me up, Happy Mother's, and I'm like, girl, we got to get together. It's been so long. We should yeah. do a brunch or something. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. So I'm like, all right, let me know what days work for you. I'm going to be busy these days, but I'll have this day open. Mm-hmm. So then, like, a day later, she's like, this day works better. And I'm Great. like, all right, cool. She's like, all right, mm-hmm. I have laundry that day. Can we just do dinner? And I'm like, yes, but the date is set. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not a, you know, not a just people, like a casual A casual, oh, we got to do something. Yeah. It, that, because remember the last time we hung out on my birthday? Yes. Yo, we had the time of our yes. life or whatever. And we did say, that to each other like all right we got to do this again yes. but this time we're here we're, we're gonna go have again. a little dinner yeah like you know what i'm saying afterwards we go to church together we do yeah. brunch um and it may not be all the time right. but we i yeah. think we do our best to be yeah. intentional i'm into, i think that. we're yeah. intentional about mm-hmm. that but mm-hmm. I, I love y'all love you, love you too. i love appreciate y'all <laughs> and though i am uh kind of leaving jersey <laughs> i'll be that back and forth I don't know why. I feel but like But I'm so happy for you. I have yes. another friend who's yeah. leaving too and I'm it's I'm sad but I'm so happy Supportive. for the growth. Yeah. Yeah. For the new experience and the yes. new journey that you girls are going to go on. Cuz I'm coming. Yeah. And Me I, too, girl. And I'm going to be, we'll be up in that I'm backyard. Put me in the shed. I'm visiting. Absolutely come visit number 1 and I just think, you know, I'll be back and forth too. Like I think this is just expansion. Mm-hmm. Um increase my territory as as the bible says i I just think that god is really increasing that and i don't i don't think it will just be georgia i think it will be even extended to the west coast so i just feel like you know be careful what you ask for and i've asked for global so i just feel like that's the first move to Mm -hmm. that so Mm -hmm. i agree so until next time y'all i think we're gonna talk about love next I'm ready now. I'm ready too. Look, love. I'm ready I can't now. wait to talk about love. I'm ready you ready? I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to talk about love. But until next time, we out of here. Yes. Bye, y'all. See y'all later. <laughs> that brings us to the end of our time together for now. I pray that you are leaving the exchange as a lighthouse to not only your last name, but to the world. Example of the possibility to cross over healing, evolution, and restoration. If you enjoy our show, please follow, subscribe, and share. Till we meet again, keep healing one piece at a time.